If you need any assistance, I know a thing or two. Thank you. It's it's just not something I've. This particular feeling is not something I have dealt with ever. So just trying to get my head around it all, really. I see. You've never had a familiar be destroyed or, or, or passed away. I'm, I'm not actually not sure what the correct term would be. Not like this. I do envy you sometimes. Imagine what you could achieve if you only had to spend four hours meditating. Yes, well, I mean, there are problems with that too, for what does one do whilst everyone else is asleep. And now we continue. Potentia is heading back to her apartment after your meal at Five Pies and the Pancake. Uh, how how is she feeling given the day's events? Uh, in so much as an elf ever can, I think she's feeling tired, probably more emotionally than physically. Um, she mm-hmm. hasn't done a whole lot today, but um, I mean, she has. But like, you know, we've had longer days. Um, this is the- true reference to the uh, the wandering peak yeah mm. um and i think she's probably yeah just like replaying her own actions over the course of the day because i don't think she realized how much she shut down after like the fight um and like is yeah just sort of doing that wandering along in her own head because she's replaying her own actions Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think um, when I am often in my own head, I kind of go on autopilot. So I, if I was in my head a lot, I may end up like back in my apartment without fully realizing the steps I had done to get in there. Is that something Potentia might do as well? She probably autopilots a bit. I mean, she's not still not super familiar with the city, so there's that sort of thing of maybe a couple of times along the way she's done that, like, wait, where am I? Yes, that way, that way, correct, that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's probably done a sort of pit stop to pick up any parcels or whatever that she's, she's probably ordered some books, knowing knowing her mm-hmm. and just sort of mm-hmm. picking those up. Um, because, you know, a raven can't necessarily get right to your door. Uh, and true. definitely can't deliver if you're at home. So they leave a nice little calling card and you have to go and pick it up during certain hours. Yeah, um, well, that parcels would probably be the Ferromaster's Fer- 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 Postal Service. Yeah. As the ravens are mostly just letters for information. Yeah. Yeah. So you've picked up some books and you get back to your apartment. Immediately, you can tell something is off when you get home. You're, I, I, I picture that potentially somebody who, like everything in its place a place for everything sometimes that that is like organized chaos on a desk but you know where everything is or yeah, it's potentially like s- very organized i think she's she's not got a lot of stuff she's fairly minimalist as a person just purely from the nature of like travel and therefore mm-hmm. you kind of have what's in your bags and not much else um if you've been traveling for a while you get to kind of used to that but Everything has its place. There's probably, you know, the the basket of laundry that is yet to be hung up or whatever, but mostly mm-hmm. it's uh, tidied away such that if someone was to come to her apartment, not that anyone does, but if someone was to, it doesn't necessarily reveal very much about her. Um, she's got like a, I think I mentioned in a previous episode that there's like a chest that she keeps stuff in, mm-hmm. which is effectively like the coffee table. And, yep. you know, the the sort of every piece of furniture has a dual purpose if it's ornamental in any mm-hmm, particular way. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. could be said to all have been sourced from a uh, 
northern Scandinavian equivalent type large store. Yeah, yeah. Something that, that, that folds away and becomes smaller, those kinds of things. Yeah, very much the uh, big things come in small packages type. Mm-hmm. Okay. Type style. Um, so I think when you get to your apartment, uh, obviously the lights aren't on because you've just arrived. But you're an elf, so you can see in the dark, as we've already discussed. You can tell that something has kind of made its way through your apartment. Something has has moved some things on your desk, moved some things on your your bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And it takes a moment to kind of like do a mental catalogue of the room, of what mm-hmm. like where everything should be. And the thing that's missing is the hand. The metal golem's hand. So I'm I the player I'm confused by this because no one knows that I've got it. Um because Everyone thinks Meredith had it, but that's beside the point. Um, there is also a very, very minor glow, like a warm glow coming from uh, what would be the bathroom. Um, I have a spell slot for this. I do. Um, she's immediately going to cast Detect Magic using her last first level spell slot. Okay. Um, you can tell that there is something magical in your bathroom. Do I and detect what type it is? Because that's how that spell works. Yes, uh, you detect. So it is the exact kind of magic that you've previously detected on the golem. Like it, it, it is it is that exact same signature, but just smaller. Okay, well, I'm going to go and open that door. Um, okay. I imagine it opens you... outwards into the the space rather than mm-hmm. inwards into the bathroom, okay. which is very illegal. But like you know, what can I say? <laughs> Old buildings. Mm. So standing, well, no, yeah, standing on five little stumpy fingers is the hand, which is currently glowing like a dull red mm-hmm. orange, and it's. Standing over what will be the the drain in the middle of the bathroom, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's partially melted into the the floor tiles. Like its fingers end in little pools of metal, and as you open the door, it turns in your direction. Like it, it twists in your direction. It doesn't have any eyes that you can see, but it seems to have sensed your presence. Or, cool. um, can I? immediately using my quarterstaff which to mm-hmm. be fair if she'd realized that there was someone in her apartment she 100 percent would have done that baseball bat style like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the heckins is in my apartment um can she just like bat it away from the drain with the end of her uh, quarterstaff? yeah make it make an attack roll for me like using my quarterstaff 17 yeah. plus 4 so 21 yep that hits um and uh Roll me damage as well. Uh, is this lethal damage or non-lethal damage you're attempting? It's, it's a, like, get away from the drain. So I okay. wouldn't have said necessarily. Like, it, it's probably quite hard, but it's probably not, like... Uh, mm-hmm. And it's probably mm-hmm. that... Like a like an upper like an upper flick or... A- yeah, I think um, if, if I said... Uh, <laughs> okay, here's, here's the moment that we all know that we're from a Commonwealth country. Uh, think cricket, like, cricket mm. flick to try and get it, you know, out. Which is probably like, similar in, in some ways to a hockey flick, I think. Field hockey, probably not so much ice hockey because you're aiming for flat because mm. it's a puck, but like... Yeah, yeah, that kind of like under um, flick. Yeah. Okay. I'd say okay. golf, but it's not really golf because that's too lined up and it's... Yeah, yeah, It's no, not I, really I baseball because it's the wrong angle. Uh, four, uh, no, four plus... That's a D8, not a D6. It's two-handed. Or anyway, four plus one is five points of okay. whack it. Um, it impacts the wall and then collapses to the ground and it very shakily gets up onto its lip fingers again and you can see it kind of swaying in, in its spot mm-hmm. before it collapses down flat onto the, the tiled floor and that glow begins to fade. Cool. Um, 
I'm going to grab the broom that she keeps in the bathroom because this is not a very big apartment and therefore the only place you keep something like a broom is in your in your bathroom um, mm-hmm. and kind of like push it into the corner such that she can then go and get some, like go and grab like a jar from like, you know, those big jars that you keep like pasta in or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you can imagine the kind of like that size just so that she can put it like seal it in something. Okay. Just scoop it up and seal it in. Um, as you're as you're doing so, because uh, I think you're using the broom probably to like scoop it around and scoop it into this this mm. this jar. Yeah. Um, some of the the bristles on this brush mm-hmm. uh, catch a light, and you have to kind of fan them out. Yeah. Um, that's fine. She can press. She's she's pressed to digitating at the same time to to put out these small flames. <laughs> You get it into the jar. Ah, that jar. Uh, and it appears to be appears to be um, cooling down now as well, to the point where it's no longer uh, emitting like that infrared heat light. Yeah. So she's going to seal that jar, uh, and then she's going to go and go to do what she would do in this situation instinctively, which is to summon her familiar, and then she's going to remember that she can't do that right now. <laughs> Mm. she was instinctively gonna be like cool and I'm gonna send my familiar to go tell the other two that this is happened but she can't do that so she's gonna probably spend a minute staring at the jar like put it on the kitchen bench mm-hmm. and stare at the jar uh, the hand appears to be completely Im- immobile once again mm-hmm is the, the kitchen bench the place that Potential puts things that she is like, I'm, I'm going to have to deal with this, but I'm not sure what... Is that where the letter is from your brother? Is it also sitting on the kitchen bench? Uh, no, the letter from my brother is 100% in the chest in the middle of the of the thing because it's out of sight, out of mind. Um, mm-hmm. But before she opened it, it was probably sitting on the bench. Yeah, it's it's more like the place where she puts the book she needs to return to the library or the thing that she's got to see the first thing in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know, where the keys go on top of the pile of stuff. Um, Yeah. 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 So with the tech magic still up, yeah. um, You will see that the magic that was animating it has, has faded. Mm -hmm. Oh, Um, she's fully aware that like right now in the, fairly worn down state that she's in um she can't really do much Mm -hmm. because they've had a decently big fight she's cast some pretty hectic magic Mm -hmm. today uh in a way that she's not necessarily used to throwing magic around um Mm -hmm. So what she's gonna do is she's gonna whilst detect magic is still up so that she can still just keep an eye on things. Um, yeah. Well, I need. I, I guess I kind of technically need your your permission to do this because it's a bit dicey. Um, pretty. She's got one spell slot left aside from cantrips. Um, cantrips. Yeah. So she's she needs more of us. Like she's she's, she's basically exhausting all of her stuff. Well, proper meditative rest. Um. Mm-hmm. So I think what she's going to do is she's going to take the jar mm-hmm. and use it kind of like a hot water bottle such that if it gets hot again she's gonna feel it that makes okay. sense to you okay yeah so you're basically sitting on it or like or like having it nearby yeah because that thing okay. of like radiant heat is a thing yeah yeah so if it's proximal when someone's yeah entering yeah, that makes trance, sense so she can break out of the trance if it starts burning her leg, basically. Mm, mm, um, okay. Because she doesn't need a like the benefit of being an elf is she doesn't need a bed, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's she's gonna. I mean, we're we're in the evening now. I assume timeline. Yeah, it's it's it is it is night. Like it is dark. People have yeah. People were already picking up like their evening meals when you were at Five Pies. Yeah. So she's she's gonna just like. Keep it very much close to her. If it gets hot again, 
she's gonna like snap out of the trance that she's in for the next four hours. Okay. Alright. Uh, so during your your trance, towards the end of it, there is something in the distance that is like a not in your building, but you know, a few blocks away somewhere mm-hmm. in the city, there's a, a loud crash kind of noise. Not something that seems immediately threatening and mm-hmm. not particularly out of place for the city but she probably reaches like sort of in that trance kind of way like puts her hand on top of the jar Mm -hmm. rather than that like she's not breaking out of that but it's that that almost instinctive think the mother sticking the arm out to save the child in the front seat of the moving Mm -hmm. vehicle soccer Mm -hmm. mom just to to check it's still there still there not it is good <laughs> correct yeah yeah okay um so your trance will, will come to an end and you are feeling rested and recovered oh, um, rest myself mm-hmm. i mean yeah. how does a long rest work for an elf then because technically a long rest is eight hours i only need to sleep for four <laughs> mm. but like well how uh, does that if work? an elf says you need to have Eight hours, an elf, an elf says you need to have four hours of sleep for a full night's rest. Uh, oh, four hours then of trance. You are, yeah, four hours of trance. Then you are rested. Am I, I long rested, know, Ben? Yeah, I believe you only <laughs> long rest once per day, maybe. I don't know if you can stack uh, long rests. A long rest is a period of extended downtime, at least eight hours, in which a character sleeps for at least six hours and performs no more than two mm. hours of light activity. Okay. So in that case, because in that case, you I need to I not... don't sleep for six hours. That's the thing. Yeah. So you, you sleep for four hours, mm. but then you just don't do anything strenuous for the remaining four hours of that time. Cool. In which case, she'd probably for the like an hour or so before she went into trance be at home, like mm-hmm. making herself some dinner, keeping an eye on the jar, like... That mm-hmm. kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and then eat, keeping an eye on the jar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, like, set herself up. So it's probably two hours beforehand, and then does her sort of morning routine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with jar yeah, and jar and reach kind of deal. The, the jar does not leave her side. No change. Yeah. Jar, the jar does not change. The, the hand remains motionless. Cool. Um, now that you, you've had time to fully study it as well, it looked like it had partly melted. Mm. Um, it's still hand shaped, but it looked like it was eating up and and yeah, flat fingers. Is there remnant flat fingers on the floor of my bathroom? Because if so, I probably would have like picked those bits up and. No, it looked like it was. It is fully uh, like if you had one of those like sticky hand things. Like you yeah, can so like it was it was, a, it was a goo rather than a liquid. Yeah, yeah. Cool, that's fine. I was trying to decide um, whether it was non-Newtonian or slime. Slime makes more sense. Cool. Yeah, it is. It is. It was slime-like. Yeah. Um, All right. Um, cool. Okay. Yeah. So it's going in her bag. Routine. By the way, okay. when she's going about her day, because she figures at some point today she'll probably run into one or both of the others. Um. So it's going in her not insubstantial backpack, along with books and so on and so mm-hmm. forth as she packs for the mm-hmm. morning. Man, that'd be such an awkward conversation. Like, if someone had to go through your bag. I'm at a, I'm at a, uni- a magic university, Ben. I can that's have the true. heck I want in my that's, bag. <laughs> that's true. Actually, out of all the, out of all the all people the places at the university... In all the world, an academic is allowed to have the weird stuff in the bag. This is true. Academics can get away with a lot of weird stuff in their bags. <laughs> If you're an academic, please tell us the weirdest thing that you've had in your bag. Yeah, th- tell us the weirdest thing you had to travel with somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I can answer um, that, but I won't on this podcast. We'll have to wait for it behind the scenes, the common room, for you to find that one out. Good, good plan. Okay, so let's have Potentia go about her morning. Um, yeah. And which, from my understanding, is a light meal, maybe? 
Mostly coffee, from Mostly what I understand. Mostly coffee, yeah. I think she's probably going to swing past the spot that she goes to, which is the witch's brew, uh, to get herself her morning coffee. Uh, I feel like she's probably there, like, every morning, you know, mm-hmm. uh, keep cup equivalent on hand. Yeah. F- um, fantasy keep cup. Fantasy keep cup uh, to be environmentally conscious. Um mm-hmm. I feel like she's probably been accosted about environmental sustainability at different points. Um, You're probably someone who is there pretty early in the morning, like as they are opening, I think. Yeah, I think it's more like she she gets there not as the doors open because that's not polite, but like mm-hmm. you, not you've that worked long out, after. <laughs> you've worked out the exact time you need to leave home to get there at a polite time to get your coffee. Yeah, to then be in the office before everyone else so that I can get some work done before they all arrive in a, you know, rambunctious rabble just before nine o'clock, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they definitely know your order yeah. as well. Like, oh, it's it's Potentia. Um, and it probably took them a couple of attempts to like get your spelling right as well for your name. And I, do, just- I don't even know that it's, I, I mean, we're what, a month and a half into campus? Like... They, it's probably still wrong, but she's probably gotten to the point where she's. Well, I, I think I think once you got your keep cup, they stopped having to write it, and now it's yeah. just oh yeah, I know what your order is. Yeah. Or it's just like the letter P, like they've given mm-hmm. up trying. It's just nope, we're not we're not buying that. Yeah, um, fair. I mean, you know, there's there's probably familiar faces working behind the uh, the coffee machine every morning. So. Yes. Yes. Um, every morning there will be the the woman who who runs the witch's brew and a number of her like casual staff are, mm-hmm. are sometimes there. Uh, and you've gotten to like recognize a few of the familiar faces, and you know like some of them are better at making the coffee. So you kind of like maybe wait in line for that person. Yeah, there's probably one or two. There's there's like you know the the one who's clearly the young upstart male barista who doesn't necessarily want to be a barista but is but is way too energetic at this time of the morning mm-hmm. um and then there's probably like i don't know oh there's there's always like the genius who like all they do re- like the thing they do really well is make coffee but they're also like an academic on campus doing other stuff and you're like oh mm-hmm. good you're here really early <laughs> because you understand the need you know that kind of stuff yeah yeah exactly all right so you uh, head into the, your office, coffee in hand, yeah. and sit down and start getting some work done. Yeah. Uh, your office mates will trickle in over the morning. Mm-hmm. Probably the last one to arrive uh, will be Ren. Uh, and he has a pile of books that he's holding. Mm-hmm. And he looks a little, a little down. He looks a little upset about something and he kind of puts the books down sits down at his desk looks at them and just kind of like <sighs> and then goes about you know studying a map i feel like they've all they've all also probably gotten used to my familiar just to keep, like being perched on the back of my chair because she's part of my research so she's probably usually mm-hmm. just around mm. um mm-hmm. so i don't know that i think potential probably reading some stuff about familiar summoning like even if it's just rereading stuff she's read before just trying to work out like what she's going to do next um and whether Mm -hmm. not using the same familiar throughout her entire research is going to be a problem like whether re-summoning would negate the statistical relevancy of Mm. any researching she's doing and stuff like that Mm. interesting questions hmm Problematic for her right now, potentially. 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 Hey, we've had Meredith, man. I'm trying to get all of them eventually. Harold Mm. is proving particularly painful to try and deal with. We'll get there. Um, Okay, so probably like an hour after Ren gets in, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever has been bothering him gets to the point where he kind of turns around in his chair and he's like, Man, it sucks that Professor Wolfkeep has had to leave the university, uh, which elicits responses from Rivka and Silbar. You kind of look over and they're like, oh, what? 
Who? I've probably done that swing around, but like not knowing who this person is, just like interested in what is being said, but I have no... Pro- Professor Rolfkeet, he, he used to, well, he, up until today, I suppose, he was the, the lecturer on fairy law, but he, he's leaving the university. Why is he leaving? Uh, he said something about budget cuts and not enough people doing his subjects, so they um, offered him a redundancy package. So he's unfortunately leaving. He gave me some of his books, which um, you know, I, I quite liked his his subjects in undergrad, uh, and we became friends once I kind of moved into to postgraduate studies. But uh, yeah, sad to see him go. He he'll he'll be fine. He he's a he's a lawyer uh, before he ever became a professor. What's he um, planning to do? Is he going to stay in Fermasters? Um, I'm not really sure. He, well, I, he wasn't really sure, I guess, but I, I guess he will, maybe he'll open up a, 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 law, a legal practice, help out people who are trapped in, you know, fairy contracts and things. He, he smiles a bit. I'm not sure it's particularly lucrative as a business, but it does sound also very interesting. Maybe dangerous. How much work would he have around here? I can't say that I've seen many, any of the Fae in this particular part of the world. Ren, you can see he's he's like about to start like a not a rehearsed thing, but like something he's talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. You know how someone kind of like works himself up, like oh, okay, here we go. Um, and Silbar cuts him off. There used to be some Fae around here with the woods, but most of them have have left long ago. And Ren and and Silbar kind of share a look. And Ren kind of like deflates a little bit. Silva says, "I mean, that's the short version, at least. There are still some some fairies around. Uh, a lot of people, I mean, still offer you know bone sacrifices to the Tooth Fairy, but uh, bone sacrifices, bone sacrifices. Then you're going with bone sacrifices, not dental sacrifices. Tea for bones. <laughs> bone adjacent. Bone okay. adjacent." This is like the rock is a mineral the rock is a mineral thing all over again. Ice is a rock, yeah. <laughs> um she probably just takes that and like sort of in that slight nod of head being like okay. sort of deferring mm. to people who know more about this local area than she does. Mm. Um Haldora you will notice has kind of been doing that thing where like they are you're, you're getting used to how Haldora kind of is in conversations but isn't at the same time and you can tell that she's listening um probably very much the way that potential was in conversations the first couple of weeks and so like like acknowledges like mm-hmm. yeah um give me an insight roll 10 Exactly ten. Nine mm. plus one. Mm. Okay. You get the impression that Haldora is occasionally checking out your direction. Like she she's clocked onto something about you. Mm-hmm. But you can't quite work out what what, what it is. That's fair. Um is Rivka in for this conversation? Rivka is in the office as well. She's sitting at her desk. Is she listening to this conversation? Is kind of what yeah, she, trying to... yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going through a large pile of what looks like surveys. Mm. Cool. Um, if the conversation sort of feels like it's done, I'm just going to mm-hmm. swing back around on my chair um, and go back to what I was reading, sort of with the like names playing in her head, just about like who this professor was, what they studied, just to try and bank that information in case she needs it mm-hmm. later. Um, because, yep. you know, useful information to have about what people do. Mm-hmm. So probably half an hour later, Haldora will stand up and walk over to your desk. And she like, gets to your desk, doesn't say anything. She just kind of stands adjacent to it. I'm just going to look dead up at her in that sort of, yes, hello, <laughs> kind of way. You should come with me. 
and she walks out of the office. Do the others notice this conversation? They do. They kind of just like watch her leave and they look at each other and look at you. And you see like Rivka like give a bit of a shrug and Silbar and, and Ran are like looking back at each other and then back to you and then like, what's that about? I'm going to give that again, that shrug of like, I don't know. Um, and then grab my stuff, like leave my like books probably on the desk, but like I'm going to grab my bag because I'm not leaving anything lying around mm-hmm. because of reasons. Um, and possibly like just grab like the cup that I have my coffee in as mm-hmm. well, because I probably haven't finished it. Um, yeah. It's that that idea of you've left it there because you got engrossed in something and now it's probably cold. But I mean, precipitation, ca- you can you can heat with precipitation. Yeah, but also, you know, but, it's caffeine. Like, it, yeah. it, it's kind of... I mean, it, it's we've, we've already the- witnessed, we've witnessed potential drink worse coffee. Yeah. Yeah. There's been bad coffee. It's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just, that's why she found the witch's brew. And this is the kind of coffee that's like, it's not as, it's definitely not good when it's cold, but it's like not terrible. Mm-hmm. She's going to mm-hmm. grab all her stuff and follow Haldora with that slight like shrugging back at everyone in that like well I'm clearly coming back because all my stuff's still here but like I don't know I guess Mm -hmm. I'm doing this now hey there listener it's Ben your friendly dungeons and doctorates DM here reminding you to follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram and to use the hashtag DN doctorates when you talk about the show if you do you may end up as a character in a future episode. I'm always looking for NPC names, and when I see people talking about the show on Twitter and Facebook, I take note and use those names in future episodes. So if you want to appear as a NPC in a future episode, talk about the show, recommend it to your friends, and let's spread the the show to more and more people. If you would like a personal message read out on the show, you can find the link to that via our link tree on all of our social medias and on our website, dndoctorates.com. I hope that you have been enjoying this very character-focused single character episodes. This is the last of this trilogy of character-focused episodes. And next week, we'll be back to more group dynamic things happening the next episode is going to be out next thursday the 17th so i won't hold you any longer we'll get back to the episode right now so you'll follow haldora she's kind of walking ahead of you and she's purposefully keeping some distance in front of you but is obviously like looking back to making sure make sure that you'll follow and you've walked through the, the School of, of Conjuration a bunch, and you know that this building is a little weird at times, mm. as rooms tend to move and hallways adjust to, to fit the new locations of things. Yeah. But eventually you get to a hallway that you haven't been in before, and it's kind of like at the back end of the school where mm. there are no offices attached to it. And Haldora turns uh, and looks at you, and you feel that she's like looking very strongly at you like looking very intently at like taking you all in at once potential's going to do that that crossed arms i'm waiting for an explanation uh every disappointed teacher um thing probably she's probably picked up from people at home of i'm waiting for an mm. explanation of why you firebolted your brother um mm. <laughs> she takes a step forward not like so that she is directly in front of you but that she's still you know a few feet away potential has something happened to your familiar? Why do you ask? You always have your familiar sitting on your chair or perched somewhere in the office and it's not around and you seem off. Fine. Everything's fine. Is everything fine, Potential? Do I need to get have you make a deception roll? Probably. <laughs> like you you know her mindset right now. You you one hundred percent know that. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Like <laughs> deception deception against her insight. Seventeen. It's probably not gonna save him, but mm. at this point, <laughs> knowing how insightful Haldora is, mm-hmm. um, Haldora doesn't respond. She just raises one of her eyebrows slightly, 
and then she is going to tap on one of the walls nearby in this hallway that has no rooms and the wall creaks and slides open to reveal an old disused office space and she looks at you and she says I found this office last year some old professor used to have it and it's full of old reagents and spell casting components and it doesn't move when the building adjusts itself every year and it has a window to the outside but I can't find the window outside that leads in but what I'm saying is if you ever need a private space to perform some magic this is somewhere you can come and as far as I know I'm the only person who knows about this space and if you ever tell anybody that I have done this nice thing for you wouldn't dream of it I have a reputation to maintain I know I think that reputation at least around me fell through when you um fell through the um my floor yes hmm Yes, well, I think you and I both have appearances that we keep. And she's, she closes that, that secret doorway. Why would you show me this? She, she stops and she looks around, thinking... I'm not going to tell anyone. I didn't think you were going to tell anyone. I'm not sure why. You just seem like someone who, I don't know, who needed this space. Coming from someone who clearly doesn't like the main space very much. Why do you sit in there if you have this space and you don't particularly like sitting in with the rest of us when we're being less quiet? I've never said I dislike the rest of you no I didn't say you disliked us I said you disliked the space when we're being noisy it's a noise that I have come to find familiar Hmm. fair enough and again no one can know that I'm actually nice she does the like hands up like wouldn't dare like I know better than if if doing the sort of zipping your lip throwing away the key thing wasn't as cliched as it is that's the like the energy mm-hmm. you get of like oh mm-mm. okay not saying uh, with your reaction there is the briefest like split second of a smile and then the walls are back up and she's once again uh, potentially does that sort of very small laugh to herself of like eh. well I'm going to go get a coffee um talk to you later and she just kind of walks away as she's walking away and I feel like she would be the kind of person who would not react massively to this I'm just going to message her and just say thanks there is not even a break in her gate. A like break just, in her step. Yeah. She just keeps walking, and uh, there's just a nod. She wasn't really expecting a response. It was much mm-hmm. more of just like a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, now I'm here. Uh, Potentia's 100 going to go have a peek at what's in that room because it's there, <laughs> and like an adventurer, she may not be, but curious. That's mm-hmm. a different question. So you tap on this wall where Mm. Haldora did and the the door, the door, secret door slides open again Mm -hmm. to reveal this, this old office space. Uh, It's just a single like professor's kind of office. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not dusty. You can see where... You're guessing how Dora has come through and cleaned up this mm-hmm. office space. 
but it definitely has a kind of a a, a musty like it's been disused. shut up for too long yeah yeah there are quite a few numbers of like books in here as well piled up and they range from all kinds of topics from transmutation conjuration evocation the the whole gambit of wizard schools mm-hmm. to pastry cooking and and literary texts in in draconic and all kinds of things it is whoever had this office previously like someone just is interested in everything is there a book on the shelf that she would naturally come to think has anything to do with the kind of magic she sensed in her apartment that's a good question um give me a investigation roll 20 not nat okay um you will find while searching through these books and scrolls a pamphlet a very small piece of text a pamphlet on golem ownership mm-hmm. like a like an owner's guide to go to golems Golems, yeah um and it describes how a golem operates uh where they have instructions implanted in them at creation where they are told to in follow certain people or perform certain tasks and that a golem will continue to repeat those tasks even after the person who created the golem is no longer present. Mm-hmm. Some golems are able to be given like a number of instructions mm-hmm. afterwards, but whatever they are implanted with at their creation is their driving like their primary goal. directive. Exactly. It's their primary programming. And then everything is kind of laid upon that. But you can you can in, give them a lots of like if if this do that commands do while statements. Yeah, cool, great, love that. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, she's going to pocket that manual with every intent to return it tomorrow. But what she mm-hmm. wants to do is take it home and basically copy out the pertinent information. She's not going to do that in her office. She'll do that when she's next at home, and then return that document. Mm-hmm. the following day um, there's also in this room a series of drawers stacked up together like someone has purchased every possible drawer they could purchase at a rummage sale mm-hmm. and they've, they've filled them full of all kinds of um, spell reagents and things mm-hmm. and you're pretty sure that given enough time in here you could get together the spell components to cast a number of spells it would take time to find the correct things and, and the right amount of them. Yeah. Um, you also find there's an area on the, the floor that's being cleared for magic circle drawing and ritual yep. casting. Um, whoever whoever had this office previously really used it a lot for, for magic before mm-hmm. abandoning it or leaving it or hiding it or whatever they've done to, to keep it here. Cool. Um, how long would it take for her to have a dig around for uh, the spell components that you are aware that she doesn't have right now for the thing that she would want to do in the not too distant future? Uh, I think you'd probably take at least an hour to go through and find because it's none of these drawers are really labeled, or if they were labeled, that the labels have long since peeled off and fallen away. Um, so it takes you some time to find like, to go through right. them all and find the things you need. So my, my question is, before she goes like searching through that, that's about how, how long she would estimate the time would need to be. What mm-hmm. time is it? You would have enough time to go through and get those components and just get to your meeting, but you wouldn't have enough time to use them beforehand. Okay. Um, she will rummage the, the stuff she needs. Um, mm-hmm. She's going to prioritize... I didn't, I didn't ask as well. When you came in here, did you close that door behind you? Yes. Okay. 100%. Sorry, I thought that was log- given how much she promised Teldora she wasn't gonna. Yeah, yeah. I just, wanted, I just wanted to yeah, like yeah. have that be clear. Yeah, yeah. She's she's one hundred percent shut the door. Um, I think she is going to, yeah, be. She's going to look around for primarily. She's looking for incense and herbs specifically mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she knows that the third component that she needs she can get more readily um, mm-hmm. through. 
spells she has and access mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. cheaper materials that therefore she can turn into the things she needs. But yes. the incense and herbs is the bit she's really looking for. Um, as a yes, you find incense and you find dried herbs, which you're not sure if it if they will work as well, but you're, you're fairly confident they, they would be sufficient. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and yeah, any charcoal she can get her hands on if she... Mm-hmm. Like she's oh, not yeah. gonna if she if she finds not an equi- uh, an appropriate match, she'd be able to get some more. Of yeah, that, there know. there would be chalk and charcoal and various other things you'd use to draw. Yeah, yeah. So she'll grab some of that as well, mm-hmm. and just sort of scroll all of that away um, in like a pouch altogether, because she knows yeah. she's basically just going to put it all in another container at some point. So it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter if it's mm-hmm. all okay. Step on itself. Sure. Uh, and then you probably... Her internal have... clock goes, and she's like, oh, okay, I've got this amount of time to get to my meeting, which is five minutes le- like five minutes before I'm supposed to be there, so I'll be there mm-hmm. on time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so you'll... Like, how, like, do you just, like, leave this room close behind you, or do you like, take a moment to, like, check the hallways, and then how stealthy are you with this, this secret room? Um... I think she's as stealthy as, as you can be in opening a door. She's not going to, like, burst her way through it, but she's going to have to open the door mm. without... Mm. She can't check through the other side. She doesn't have a capacity to do that. Yeah. Well, and you're also in, like, a, a pretty quiet part of the building, so you yeah. don't... She probably anybody. listens to hear if there's anyone and then, mm-hmm. you know, um, opens I'm taking, it and then... I'm just taking your, your passive perception. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you don't hear anybody, so it's all good. Uh, and you don't run into anyone on your way up to oh, your... She absolutely makes sure she shuts that door behind mm-hmm. uh, And it, it is is a perfect seam. Like, mm. it perfectly blends into the wall. If Haldora hadn't shown you, you'd have no idea it was there. So you get up to your supervisor's office, and his office, his door is currently open. Uh, and it looks like he is just working on some papers he's marking. Cool. Um, she will do that quiet, like, I'm here, but I'm early knock. That, like, just so you know, I'm here, but, like, there's no rush. Mm-hmm. Knock. Uh, Potentia, please come in. Sorry, I'm early. I um, just got here a couple of minutes early, so... Didn't, didn't no, that's fine. No, I'm just marking some papers. Uh, just, you know, happy to chat now if you'd like. If and when you're ready, I'm not uh, particularly... Sure. Uh, would you like a seat? Uh, yes, that would be good. My bag is full of uh, books and things, so taking a load off of my... Um, he will click and conjure two chairs. One for you and one for your bag to sit on. (laughs) It's like a ba- it's like a, a nice chair and a stool. Just to yeah. Bunk the bag on. Yeah. Uh, he's currently he's currently at a, like a he's changed his desk into a standing desk. So he's currently working yeah. at that. Fair enough. How are you going? Um, this is now Ben DM talking. Yeah. How has Potentia been this past week with her academic progress? It's been a very busy week of things that you've, yeah, you've been doing. Yeah, where are we at? Like I've sort of lost track of what this week looked like in in the world mm. uh well we had we had a few days off didn't we before we went yeah you had f- i think we had fireball and we also had the mugby game that whole those arcs mm. wasn't that the um, weekend though then you so had what are weekend, we now like had, wednesday this is wednesday yes yeah, so we've had a couple of days of like not crazy crazy mm. i guess aside from yesterday not great mm. but so I had has, yesterday morning in my office that's true have you been studying have you been She's making progress pretty much been doing like in the time that she has not been doing all of these things that you know she's been reading and making notes um obviously she thinks that what's happened has now given her a setback 12 hours before her supervisor meeting which isn't totally great mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think you're pretty well prepared, though. Yeah, I think she's. Um, I mean, she's pretty prepared most of the time because she 
I think she's pretty organized in terms of mm-hmm. um, she manages her t- her time well. So if she gets busy, she can sort of mm-hmm. fix that. That might change if she's TAing, but you know yeah. she's balancing yeah. pretty well right now. Well, I am. I think I can give you advantage on this academic progress roll. Okay. So roll me a d20 and just give me the flat number. Roll me. Roll you two d20 and give you the higher, or roll you. Yeah, two d twenty. Give me the high. You have, you have advantage. It's not what you said, so I got very confused. Oh, uh, I I meant I was I said roll one, then roll again. That's fine. Uh, just flat is eighteen. Okay. So, so a fifteen yeah. and an eighteen. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for you to say that you've been making good progress. Yeah. As, apart from the other things around your uh, yeah. studies that have been interfering, but yes. Yeah. I think um. Yeah, I've been uh, steady progress is is probably accurate. I don't know that um you know, different things obviously get in the way, life and so on, but um definitely chipping away, doing some some reading, especially around the sort of what happens if your subject it can no longer be your subject for whatever reason or needs to be resummoned, what are the logistics around that sort of thing? Um Yeah. They're just sort of doing some some uh core reading around to make sure that any experimental planning is appropriate and evidentially supported I see you can see that he's he's like he's cocked his head slightly and he's like looking at you what do you mean by oh just obviously um like uh Familiars are usually tied to one person, and then if there's an incident, you really only have a lot of a lot of research can only really be done on a singular subject. And so, with familiars, obviously they can be dismissed, they can be resummoned in different forms and things like that. But where are the lines of uh, what is deemed a, a change in subject, what is deemed a research mm-hmm. on the same subject? Just making sure that I have a full understanding of. It's an what interesting the, the academic ethics kind of are around it. Hmm, that is an interesting, interesting topic. Uh, I myself, and he's going to like wave his hand like he's stroking a cat, and then on like the third stroke, the cat will appear underneath his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, this this uh, purple cat with green eyes. I myself have had my familiar have some unfortunate accidents in its time and it like looks up at him you know like scratches it like under the under the chin yes and obviously if, if that's your research subject then um that's that presents a whole other kettle of potential issues i i've uh changed the form of my familiar a number of times over the years so just trying to make sure that i know what the whether a full hmm. recasting classifies as a change of ethical protocols and so on and so yes well I'd have to check the literature but it's my understanding that the familiar that you summon is always the same familiar but in a different form I, I mean it, it's it's one of those things of, of that sort of is, is the social definition of that the same as the academic definition of that mm, is trying to yes yeah that's that's an interesting the, question you know, in in the same way that uh, what is uh, morally acceptable in society might be morally flexible in certain social sciences, for example, or say it's same with mm. ethics and things like that, what you can and cannot do and so on and so forth. So just trying to... Yeah. Mm. And ascertain all of that. You can see you, like you've, you've stumped him a little bit. You've, you've posited him a question where he's, he's not entirely sure about the answer because like while his research is relevant to yours your specific question is not the same what he's done his research on and i I think she would sort of acknowledge that like that facial expression change is probably something that she's she clicks to pretty quickly um Mm -hmm. i think the response would 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 be more on the lines of like and obviously i'm I'm doing all the reading and just trying to to get across it so that hopefully uh, next time we catch up i can have a bit more of a definitive answer uh, on, on that yeah. I've, I've i've only sort of realized that that's something that needs to be looked at uh late last night and early this morning so just no that's a good question 
Um, let me know what you turn up. Yes, I, I, I will endeavor to do so. Um, if there's anything you can you, you think of or any, um, any papers mm. that after today come to mind, um, you know where my desk is, please feel free to leave anything there. Yes, or, of course, or just, of course. Uh, let me know and I'll come and pick it up. Or whatever. Hmm. Yes, uh, I will, if, if something comes to mind. I think it's one of those things where once you've had a familiar for some time and you aren't thinking about it, it kind of just, I don't know, he's like scratching like behind the ear of the cat. It's one of those things that you just kind of don't think about. Mm. Yes, they, they become sort of part of the the everyday fabric, I guess. And uh, just, yes. just what, does that, what does that look like uh, academically speaking? Because, you know, experiments can go awry, as I'm sure uh, members of, of different uh, faculties and schools at this university could tell you. I'm sure the, the artificers have had the occasional uh, destroyed experiment down there, down there, neck of the woods. You see him, like, nodding in agreement. Yes, definitely. If I think of anything, I will let you know. That's that's fine. I obviously ravens and and so on can reach me whenever. Um, or um, you have my office address, as I said. So. Yes. Well, of course. Uh, last week, I think it was you came by and sat in on, on a lecture I gave. Uh, the... Yes, the one with um um. Oh, I've forgotten the professor's name. I'm I'm so bad when I've only met someone once. Um. Yeah, Johanna. Yes, yes. That's Sorry. Yes, Professor Joachim. Mm. Yes, I, and I was wondering if you had given thought to my offer to be a teaching assistant. I mean, it's certainly of interest. I, my, my only concern is, obviously, I was taught magic in a, in a quite different uh, context to, to, it seems, the way that it is taught here. You know, but, but if if you think that that's uh, that's an okay point of different difference, then um, then I would I I feel like that would be be good for me in general in terms of both uh, structuring my days and so on and so forth and additional work. Well, I can partner you up with another teaching assistant, and you can uh, chat with them and. You know, discuss a, a, a tutorial lesson plan you'd like to to present and give, mm-hmm. and you know we can go from there and see how you how you feel about that. Sure, I, I think just just as long as obviously the the students aren't put at a disadvantage from having someone who's got a different background. Uh, so that's the last no, thing no, philosophy of of magic and fundamentals of the arcane. They are mm-hmm. you know subjects that uh, cover a wide variety of magics um so i think having a different perspective is probably probably beneficial she just sort of nods good uh is there anything else that you wanted to discuss in our, our meeting today i don't think so um no I, I think i think i just i need to do more reading on what the, uh, yes, of the course. rules are um, and so on and so forth um i mean I'm you not, are I'm still not... quite early into your your studies so yes of course but but i feel like this would uh, absolutely need to form part of the sort of literature um, mm-hmm. writings because uh, with only a singular well likely only a singular subject or if i'm lucky enough to to find some people who are willing to to assist uh, a limited number of subjects i think this is an important uh, thing to look at yes and and once we get to the point where you are considering whether or not to investigate study discuss familiars with other people who have familiars mm. uh we'll need to go through the ethics approval of course of course section for that uh which i don't imagine would be particularly difficult to get through we it's it's probably simpler than when i had to convince them i wasn't stealing items when i was summoning summoning them Yes, well, that, that we are know. also dealing with people, and people are complicated. So, 
as are as are you know as is the treatment of of uh, of creatures and you know whether or not maybe that's another thing I need to look into is whether or not a familiar is classified as a as a living being for the purposes of um, an ethics committee because goodness knows uh, I would hate to have the druids in the zoology department uh, up in arms or the rangers heaven forbid yes that's true hmm well it sounds like you have a direction for some research uh, if I remember anything else I will I'll let you know I'll leave a note on your desk or something mm-hmm. uh, and if you have any questions um, feel free to come by this time of year I'm just marking assignments at the moment fascinating stuff I'm sure well how are the first years uh, some of them are great <laughs> is, it st- is it a statistically significant sum I would say um, no but <laughs> she sort of laughs, but try, but catches herself in her laughter of like she's laughing at what she thinks was meant to be a joke, mm. but isn't sure. <laughs> at least the ones who are not great are a statistically small group. So there's that. There is that. Anyway, and she's going to gather uh, up her stuff as as though mm-hmm. to leave because she feels like this feels like the end of the meeting i do have a a pamphlet for for next month's what do they call it magic book club Mm -hmm. the reading club yes no i understand doesn't it doesn't the one rivka's running yes yes oh good did you end up going to the one uh this week last week this week yesterday Ooh, where did the the weeks go he, fl- he like flicks through his calendar. I did go, right? I went, and then we went to the. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. What happened yesterday? Uh, yes, uh, uh, for for a time, um, I couldn't stay for the the whole whole thing. I, I uh, got a raven for something that I had to attend to, but but I did I did get to get along, which was which was good. Um, Rivka ah, seems good. very happy with how it went. Good, good. Uh, I always like going to those kinds of things when I get a chance. Hearing. Hearing people's research in the early phases is always nice to hear the excitement and as before the the weight of having to write a dissertation gets to people. And you know, uh, re- research done isn't really finished until you've shared it with other people so they can That's learn true. about it too. Very true. Anyway, uh, you have uh, a good rest of your day and I'm sure I'll talk to you later. Uh, she's going to pick up her stuff um, and I feel like um, my best guess here, Ben, is that it's like, if it's not lunchtime, it's coming up on lunchtime. Yeah. Cool. Um, she's going to swing back via her desk just to like put a bookmark in the part of the book she was up to, close it, because she doesn't really want to leave it like lying mm-hmm. open on her desk. Sort of That poor book spine. Uh, sort of tidy the desk away like she's going to mm-hmm. be leaving it for a while. I mean, she's been gone for a while, but like, like she's intentionally mm-hmm. going to be leaving it for a while. Um, mm-hmm. Just like sort of the very quick pencils back in the pencil pot, books closed, stacked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you, as you're doing all this, everyone has also left the office. You, you expect mm-hmm. everyone's kind of gone for lunch, maybe as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just just you in the office at the moment. Yeah. So she's just going to sort of tidy everything away, such that if someone walked in, her desk at least looks neat, even if like as she casts her eye around the room. Mm. Haldora's is the only one that approximates as tidy. Yeah, it looks like uh, whatever Silbar is doing um, is currently uh, involving a number of potted plants. Yeah, so there's just that idea of like, well, at least I'm tidy and everything has its place. Uh, And then she's going to whisk off uh, and probably head down. Probably not really sure what she wants to eat. Uh, She never really is. Um, I feel like she's one of those people who eats for fuel rather than eating mm-hmm. for pleasure. So often if she's not hungry, she doesn't eat anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And given she has a high 
high caffeine diet. Uh, caffeine is an appetite suppressant, as we know, so she yeah. just doesn't eat. Can um, you, you get get to the food court and like what what catches my my glance today? Yeah, what do I feel like today? Um, so she'll, she'll probably head down there. Um, you know, TBC if she runs into anybody, I guess. But um, the the sort mm. of idea of being like, I should eat. It's the appropriate time to eat. I only had coffee this morning, so I'll go eat something because I should and you know the voice of her mother's probably in the back of her head being like gotta eat something today <laughs> so she's whisked off down to mm-hmm. to do that okay so I think as you're looking around the food court trying to work out what to eat you see Meredith I sort of wheel around and I see her and it's that beat of like well, now what do I do? 